Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Good morning. Thank you for jumping on here and listening. Thank you for starting your day with us. Um, today I want to talk to you about something that the devil tries to use to hold people back, and that is fear. And I want to tell you, I want to just um, uncover kind of what he does, his game, and then give you some scriptures on exactly how you um, are to retaliate to fear and what you're to do with fear. But first of all, I want to tell you, you cannot move forward in your life in any aspect when there is fear. If there's fear on a certain front of your life, um, the devil, you know, he'll he'll have that area for, for you know, as long as you allow him to have it. So, um, you know, fear is the only thing that he really has to keep you bound up and uh, keep you uh, basically in a neutral state. You know, um, there's no forward momentum in our life in an area when there's fear, when there's something that's holding us back. When we and and, and as I'm speaking, you're probably you're probably thinking of a of a specific area in your life where. Um, you know, either it's some, been something that's been on the back burner, it's been something you haven't allowed to come to the front, or, or it's been something that it's been normalized. The fear of this specific thing in your life, it's just been made normal. And um, and so you haven't taken a stand up against the fear. But I want to tell you, you need to get rid of fear from your life. Fear will always hold you back from receiving from God, and uh, and it will always hold you back from um, being able to minister on a certain um, area. So, getting rid of fear is is gonna is gonna be the thing that helps you to have the forward momentum to go into what God's called you to do. You know, one really practical example is fear will keep you in the wrong location. People, um, you know, God calls them to go and do something. And because of the fear of whatever, the financial situation, um, the fear of being far away from what's familiar to them, family, whatever, um, they hold back from being in the location that God has for them because they don't want to be uncomfortable. They don't want to. They don't want to um, face that fear of of being outside of their comfort zone. Because the thing is, is the location that you're in. Is uh, is linked to your destiny. Is linked to what God, the calling that God has for you. It's not that you can just do, you know, whatever from wherever. It, it's actually that you know there's a there's a specific place God has for you, and a specific um, location, a specific you know church body, a specific group of people that you're to minister to. And if you're if you're bound up in fear, and you want to be comfortable, and you want you don't want to um, jump out of the boat in you know in that way, um, the devil will the uh, you know use that to keep you small in that area, and keep putting fear on you. So um, you know all along though the place where God has for you, though it may look impossible, though it may look like um, a scary thing when it's far away, when it's far off. Um, that is actually the place of the most provision and the most the protection of God, the hand of God, and supernatural things that will be unlocked when you step into that place. You know, we know many people that have, um, and in this time where a lot of churches, you know, have been told to close their doors, can't open, you know, been told don't, you know, don't meet, and uh, that that you know you can't do this. This is you know you know against whatever you know health code and this and that whatever. And, and these people have been totally beat up from the church and from the world. And you see how there's people that have taken a stand to say, no, 
I know what my Bible says. I'm not going to shrink back in fear, the fear of man to just say, oh, okay, you're right. <laughs> you know, to say, oh, okay, you know, we don't want to ruffle any feathers. No, I know what the Bible says. I know what the Bible says. So I cannot have fear of what, what man can do to me. I can't have fear of what uh, a disease might do to me because I, first of all, I believe in the supernatural power of God. So yeah, I don't believe that there's any kind of virus or any kind of disease that can that take my life because I believe what the Bible says. I believe that I have authority over all those things. So let me move forward into the scriptures because you know we know that fear is not from God. And uh, when people act out of fear, they're acting out of a spirit of the world, a spirit that the devils put on them. And it's something that they actually, if you're a believer, you actually have authority over fear. And if you've let fear come into your life and it controls you, um, you need to decide today, I'm going to take authority over this. The Bible says in 2 Timothy 1.7, For God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So if God didn't give us the spirit of fear, then we know it didn't, it, it, it's it's not from him. You know, God's not putting fear on you. God's not putting anxiety on you. God's not putting depression on you. Um, that stuff comes from the devil. And so you, you actually have the power in the name of Jesus to take authority over fear. And then you work in the opposite spirit of that thing. Isaiah 26, 3, you will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. So what's the remedy for moving in the opposite direction of fear? Well, fear comes in imaginations. Fear comes in, in false thoughts, in false imaginations that try to exalt themselves above the word of God. So when that fear comes, you, 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 you say, you know what? No, I'm putting my thoughts on the Lord. I'm putting my thoughts on the word. But if you don't have the word in you, then what do you, what do you have? So you put the word of God in you that opposes the fear. You put the word of God in you that's on the, that's, that, that takes the, the wind out of fear, <laughs> the, the, the wind out of the sails of fear so that it can no longer control you, can no longer keep you in neutral. And then the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 10, 5, we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. So what's an argument and a pretension that sets itself up against, against the knowledge of God? Well, any kind of fear, any kind of fear. Oh, well, what if this happens? And what if that happens? Oh, what if, what if, you know, all the what ifs, those are, those are the arguments of the devil that try to that try to set themselves up against what the word of God says. And if you accept them, you become fearful. And if you really dwell on them and dwell on them and dwell on them, you become anxious. And then you, and then if you really keep dwelling on them, you become depressed because you can't see the way out. You lose your hope. But when you say, no, I'm taking this thing captive, I'm making it obedient to Christ. You know, you might have to just put your hands on your head and say, I'm taking this thought captive right now. I will not dwell on this thought anymore. You know, if you find yourself driving and it's it's like a thing where you're always uh, nervous about what if somebody does something crazy? What if somebody, you know, uh, you know, you start, you always have the what if, what if, what if, what if, well, what if, you know what? 
Instead, you start thinking, I've got angels on all sides of my car. I've got, uh, you know, Psalm 91. I, I can't, nothing can come, you know, near me. I, I'm, I'm protected from all sides. I've got, you know, I've got a heavenly, uh, you know, guard, you know, I've got, I've got guards all over my house. You know, if you start, if you're somebody who dwells on, well, what, what, what if somebody breaks in my house in the middle of the night, what am I going to do? No, well, what what if they if they d- even tried to, you know, they'd meet the angel that's on my on all four corners of my property, and they'd fall out under the power before they could even get close to my house. <laughs> there's there's a there's a, a, a I have a spiritual backup, and uh, so that when I get a thought of fear, I go in the complete opposite direction. I'll start dwelling on on what what God what I know in, from the Word that God has made available to me, you know, that I have angels, that I have protection, that I have the blood of Jesus, that I'm not, that there's no sickness that can come and take my life out, that my life will not be cut short because of some kind of illness or some kind of disease. No, why? Because the because the word of God says it can't. The word of God says I have authority. The word of God says Jesus bore every sickness and disease in his own body so that I don't have to have it. So I can take just that one word and I can come that fear over any disease, even if the doctor gave me a disease, uh, you know, a, a piece of paper that says you have this disease. Well, guess what? It doesn't even, I'm not even going to get in fear over it because I know what the word of God says is greater. I know what the word of God says is a done deal. So I don't accept what, what the world says. I don't accept what, um, you know, what may come from an official's doctor's note. I don't accept it. Because it's there to stir up fear. It's there to make me accept a lie when the truth is the word of God. So take every thought, demolish the arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. You will only move forward in your life spiritually without fear, really in every, in every area. But you will really only move forward without fear. Fear keeps you in neutral the devil loves to keep Christians in neutral. He loves to just have Christians that come to church, but they deal with issues and their issues never get sorted out because the Holy Spirit's not allowed to move in the church. And people just stay bound up by these issues and they think that it's normal. Oh, I have anxiety. You know, I just take pills for depression. I've just always dealt with anxiety. I have, you know, I I can't sleep at night. So, you know, it's not a big deal, but I'm I'm on these pills and then they've really been helping me. You're, You're trying to mask a spiritual problem with a natural solution and it will never work. It will never work. When it's a spirit, you deal with it spiritually. When a spirit of fear comes to to attack your life, you deal with it in the spirit and you have authority over it. So you take authority over that fear and you say, no, I'm not, (laughs) I'm going to move in the opposite spirit. If this thing, if this thing scares me, if this thing is trying to put fear on me, I'm going to move in the opposite spirit. If it scares me to walk into a dark room at night <laughs> because I'm, because of the fear of the unknown and the dark, then I'm going to, guess what? I'm going to leave the light off and walk in and do whatever I have to do until my eyes adjust because I'm not going to move in a spirit of fear, even in the smallest things. And you know, that's something that we have to teach our children is that they're not to be afraid of things. They're not to be, oh, that scared me. Oh, that's, that's, oh no. You know, that the thing starts when, when you're very young and you as an adult, you as a parent or future parent, you have the ability to actually 
disarm fear on your children. You can either put fear into your children or you can take, uh, you can, you can put the word of God into them. You know what? You know, we don't do things that are foolish. We don't put ourselves in foolish situations, but we know that if the devil tries something on us, we have angels. And so we don't have any fear. We're not afraid of what man can do to us. We know that we have the supernatural protection of God, that we have the blood of Jesus over us. And so fear you know, has no place in the life of the believer. Fear will keep you in neutral. You need to move, you need to be having forward momentum in your life as a believer. Fear is the devil's smoke and mirrors. It's not real, but but it has real effects. The, the, the imaginations that he puts in your mind that create the fear, they're not real things. They're, they, they, you know, well, they can be based in something that's real, you know, something that you saw happen, something that happened to you as a child, something they can be based on a real event, but they're the, the, the actual fear of is something that's to come, something that's in the future and it hasn't happened. So you're afraid technically of something that's not real. You know what I'm saying? So you have to decide I'm going to get out of that neutral spot that the devil's tried to keep me in whatever area it is. There's many areas the devil tries this. A lot of the time, it's it's really the fear of man. It's the fear of what are people going to think of me if I if I really go after God? What are people going to think of me if I really go down to that Bible school? What are people going to think of me if I you know step out in this area? You know what is this what is this town going to think? Or this city going to think if I defy you know their close your church orders. Well, guess what? I guess you should just find, you should just take that step and find out because you you have to obey the word of God over uh, what a, what a tyrannical government would try to do to you. You know, people were all for, you know, if you would ask people a year and a half ago, uh, well, do you think it's wrong, um, that we would take Bibles to China and that we would, um, you know, we would we would illegally distribute Bibles because Romans 13 says we have to obey the law of the land. What do you think those same people would have said? Oh no, it's not wrong. We need to we need to still obey the you know we still need to obey the Great Commission, and we still need to take the Word of God to places where it isn't. That's what they would say. But those same people would say today that have closed their churches, they would say, oh well. You know, we just have to have a good relationship with the city, with the government. We don't want to, you know, we're not going to, we're not here to ruffle any feathers. We got to walk in love. How is it walking in love to, <laughs> to basically shut down your ministry and, and, and shut down the vo- you shut down your voice? And then now you've opened back up, but everybody's afraid. So they don't come into your church. And then you see these mega churches that have, you know, a, a, a handful of people meeting now because everybody's been trained to think that this was such a big deal and that there's there's so much fear surrounding the situation. Now you can't even get them back in the church if you wanted to. So what I'm saying is you have to go in the opposite direction of fear. You have to move in the opposite spirit of fear. And, uh, you know, the spirit of fear is a spirit of the world. And, and, and so you see how it controls the world. And so when when they come out with something whether it's real, whether it's fake, whether it's a virus, whether it's, you know, uh, whatever, you know, some imminent, you know, crazy thing that they believe is coming, some attack. 
I don't, it, I'm not even going to let, let my, my mind wander down those paths of the world, of the fear that, they, that they've tried to plant. I don't, get, I don't let myself look at the things that would cause me to have fear. So I, I move in the opposite spirit by putting the word of God first, by, putting the, by, by being so solidified in the word that when I hear something, I'm not afraid. My first reaction isn't to be like, oh, oh, we got to prepare. We got to figure this out. Oh, oh, what are we going to do? Oh, what if this happens? No, I'm not. I'm not. That's not even where my head goes. I, I know that I'm perfectly protected by the Lord God Almighty. I know that there's nothing, there's no plague that can come near my house, that that there's no there's no uh, trap that the devil can set up for me, that that if he sets up a trap for me, he'll fall into it himself. That that even if God if God is leading me out and it looks like I'm coming into a big uh, ocean, God will what God will part that sea and make a way for me. You know, in, in the most impossible situations, my God will always make a way for me. And that's where your heart has to be settled, is that there is nothing that the devil can do to me. There is nothing because I'm a child of God. So God always is going to deliver me. God always is going to protect me. God always is going to heal me. God always is going to, um, you know, uh, take me through to the other side, even when things get bad, even when things get scary. God's always going to uh, p- pull me through to the other side. And make a way for me to step out of the boat, to walk on the water, to do the impossible thing. But it takes a person that says, I'm not going to be afraid. I'm not going to be fearful of what man can do to me. I'm not going to sit here and just take it. I'm going to I'm gonna come and move in that opposite spirit. And I believe that's you. If you're listening to this podcast, I believe that that is you, that you're not somebody that's afraid that you're that you're not bound up that you're not going to keep you're not going to stay in your house because of some virus you're not going to um be you're not going to let the thoughts and the things that you've seen on the news control your life and and worry you you're going to move forward and you're going to have that forward momentum and you're going to move forward spiritually and God's going to use you in a powerful way so we love you thank you so much for listening to this podcast i believe God's going to use you in a mighty mighty way to impact your generation your city and your nation. We love you. We'll see you soon.